Welcome to Lavender Sessions with Amanda, an Asheville girl with a Carolina mindset, encouraging others through life's crazy moments. Good morning, guys. Happy Thursday. I hope you're having a great week so far. It has been frigid weather here, like Antarctic weather. So hopefully this is the last round of that for us. But this is a very exciting episode for me. We have been live for a month. We have been live for a month. So thank you so much for your support and your feedback. It is truly appreciated. And I have gotten to meet so many exciting people just in the past month from this podcast. So I'm so excited to see what else it's going to bring. This is just my little dream that's starting to flourish, blossoming like a tulip, if you will. I had a couple of ladies reach out to me that they had never listened to a podcast before, but just started listening in kind of randomly to a couple of topics and that they really appreciated the content. So thank you so much for your continued support in this podcast. I've definitely got a lot of great topics and Soul Sister Sundays and Tribe Tuesdays coming our way. So I was reflecting back on my determination for starting this podcast and what changed in me that made me just decide to go for it. And there were a lot of things that really changed that really motivated me to bite the bullet, basically dive off the deep end, as Lady Gaga would say in Shallow. One of the things that had the heaviest impact on going live with this podcast and believing in myself and having the confidence to do that was releasing negative relationships that I had. So just releasing that negative energy because having those negative people in your life or things that are going to project negative energy towards you can really hold you back from accomplishing the goals that you set for yourself. Whether they be a daily goal or a yearly goal, whatever it may be, if there is not a positive support system around you or positive people in your life, it just makes that goal much harder to attain. So really releasing those relationships is the biggest impact that has led me to where I am. And the beginnings of relationships, and I've said this in previous podcasts because it's so true. (laughs) Every part of it is so true. When you start a new relationship with someone, regardless of if it's a friendship or if it's a romantic relationship, it's like a job interview. Signing up for this relationship together. (laughs) And it's crazy when you think of it that way. So when you first start a relationship with someone, you're getting to know them, you're asking questions, you're finding out what your similar interests are, you're trying to figure out, are we really a best fit for one another? A laundry list of things, right? Because you're not going to hang out with somebody who, number one, you don't have anything in common with, (laughs) or number two, you don't share any similar interests with. And that's the same as in a job interview. When somebody is interviewing you for a position with their company, they're wanting to find out what your goals are, what your reason for applying is, why you want to be a part of it, what you can bring to the team. 
And that is all how we cultivate and all how we start our relationships on a very basic level. So you have the first 90 days with someone, right? And you're going through this checklist. You're like, oh, okay, well, we talk every day and we, you know, we like the same Netflix shows and we go out to similar restaurants and we love the same drink and, you know, we really, we really enjoy each other's company and all the boxes are checking off, right? What a great best friend. What a great significant other. Everything's checking off. I want to introduce them to my parents. I want you to meet this person. And we also have in our group of friends, you know, we've got our tiers of friendship. So when you introduce one friend to another tier of a friend <laughs> and you want them to be friends, it all mixes together. So you want them to have the best impression of this person. And I think as people, when we come brand new to a new relationship, we are on top of our game, 100%. When we come to a new job, we are 100% on our game. We're not late. We're not mixing up a dress code. We're being nice and polite to everybody we talk to. There is no flaw within the first couple of weeks, typically. There is not anything that really services. Now, once you get comfortable in a relationship or get comfortable in a job, you start to relax a little bit and you can be more of yourself. When two people come together and say, we're going to be friends or we're going to be in a romantic relationship with one another, you have to adjust to that other person because you're coexisting. How do we acknowledge when someone else's negative energy is affecting our life? What does that look like? How is that affecting our day-to-day life? Well, from my experience in the past... And this has been both romantic and purely platonic friendships. You can sense that negative energy or you can feel how that person reacts to certain situations. So if you're out with a friend and there is a discrepancy on a bill, a bar bill or a restaurant bill, and that person goes from zero to a hundred in a millisecond and you sit back and go, oh, wait a second. (laughs) I didn't expect you to react that way. And when we are first put in that position as friends, we observe how the other person is reacting to those confrontations or those little speed bumps in the road. And after we observe how they react to this, we then contemplate, okay, is that something I can handle every day? Or is that something I can handle every time we go out? And we pose those questions to ourselves because we're affiliated with that person. So this negative energy can come in many different forms. It can come as red flag in your face, or it can be something that doesn't show up for a while. It's all negatively related. I was in a romantic relationship with someone, and one of the first fights that we ever got into was over a phone message that I received, a text message. And this person did not like what the text message said from somebody else. And they had looked at my phone because it had vibrated while I was in the shower, went totally ballistic. They literally ran in while I was taking the shower and was screaming and yelling everything about this text message I had received. Now, mind you, the text message was not anything against them. It wasn't anything in regards to a relationship with them. 
It was just a comment somebody had said that they did not like. And so they flew off the handle about this situation. And when that first happened, after our first fight and we were sitting there and it's super awkward, right? Right after you have that first fight of, okay, how are we going to come back from this? How is this going to affect us moving forward? And I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, maybe I shouldn't have left my phone in there. Maybe I shouldn't have left my notifications on, right? And you start guilting yourself. You try to start finding a way that you had responsibility in the blow up that happened. And in some situations, there is no responsibility to you. In that situation, it was not my fault that that other person blew up. They should not have been anywhere around my phone. It wasn't any of their business. But at the time, I was trying to figure out how can I be responsible for this as well so that we can move forward in our relationship? What can I do? What can I hold accountable to myself in hopes that this other person will as well? So we made up, we moved forward. I started to realize in this relationship with this person, I started to realize in this relationship with this person that when we would fight or when we would have disagreements or when something wouldn't go 100% our way, it was like the entire universe was falling down on top of us. I mean, it was so dramatic over the littlest things. As I began to live in this life of where things were A, chaotic, be negative, see this person unable to control themselves, unable to control their temper, it started to directly affect my life outside of this relationship. It started to delegate my time. It started to have an effect on how I woke up in the morning. It started to have an effect on when we would go out anywhere together. I was petrified that something would happen And I would have to clean up whatever mess it was that followed suit because it didn't go well. Or I would feel embarrassed or I would feel like I couldn't control that situation because I didn't know how that other person was going to react. With that negative energy, it's affecting my day-to-day life at work because I can only think about that other person. I can only think about what that other person is doing or thinking about the situation that happened the night previously and how I wish I could have changed X, Y, and Z. I was losing sleep because I was consistently worried about this other person and their negative energy about life, about themselves, was just honing in on me. And it made life very hard to get through. It made certain areas of my life very difficult because I had this person breaking me down all the time or constantly getting in a fight with them. And it made situations that didn't need to be dramatic or it made situations that shouldn't have been dramatic, extensively dramatic. So when you're in this place where you have someone who is extremely negative or you have someone who is consistently putting themselves down and then putting you down at the same time, it makes it difficult to share with your other friends. It makes it difficult to share with your family. You know that you've got such a negative influence in your life that you've allowed into your life that it's affecting you and your relationships with others to where it makes having a normal relationship very difficult. I am 100% about accountability, being responsible for you, You can allow certain things in your life. You can allow certain people in your life. But it came to a point where I was 
laying in bed one night and while I had this fear of not having this negative person in my life just because I cared about them, it came to the point where I realized that worrying about this other person or allowing this negative energy into my life, I was starting to believe all those things that they were saying. I was starting to act negatively because I had them in my life. Instead of looking on the positive side of things or trying to learn from different experiences, I was acting just like they were. So I had to have a moment of reflection and say, okay, I see how this person is reacting to certain situations. I see how this person visualizes their life. I see how this person reacts to other people and their relationships with other people. And I don't want that for myself. I deserve to be happy every single day. And I deserve to be able to chase whatever dream it is that I want to chase. And as I laid there and started to think about all the things that I wanted to do, but I was so scared of doing, the list just became longer and longer and longer. And the only element, the only key word that I could come up with as to why I wasn't doing X, Y, and Z or why I wasn't living the way I wanted to be living was because I was having and allowing this negative person in my life. And I allowed this person into my life because I cared about them. And it's so hard when you have a negative influence in your life that is actually somebody you care about. You know, if it's somebody that we don't care very much about, we can cut them off, block them on social media, ignore their phone call, whatever it may be. But when it's somebody that you actually care about, that is so much deeper. I'm allowing the behavior because I love this person. I'm allowing the behavior because I'm scared to not have this person in my life. But I care about myself and I'm going to be selfish. I want to live a life where I'm not consistently worrying if the other shoe is going to drop. I want to live a life where I can be positive and have an impact on others and not feel like life isn't going anywhere or that there's no point. And by keeping this person in my life, I was allowing those thoughts in my brain. And so as I laid there and started to think about all of those things, I became super emotional (laughs) because I like to always think of myself as being a, a happy person, an outgoing person, but I realized what this person was doing to me. I realized what an effect that was having on my day-to-day life, on what I was allowing myself to obsess over. I didn't want that anymore. I felt like I was stuck in this bubble of just negativity and this can't be what life is. You know, life can't just be all about the horrible things that happen or the inconveniences that happen. There's more to it. Now, I tried helping this person. I tried being that positive light for them when I felt like they didn't have anybody else. I tried always seeing the glass half full when they were seeing it half empty, but it would never work because that person didn't want to change their mind and didn't want to look on the brighter side of things. So when you're feeling like you're being drowned by the negative energy, by that negative impact, you've got to cut it off. You've got to cut it off so that you can save yourself. But you have to be selfish. And that's okay. It's okay to say, I want to live a better life, 
I want to accomplish goals. I want to be happy. And if you're not okay with that, then I don't need you here. I don't need you here. You can be in a relationship and still be selfish. I truly believe it takes two people who want the most for themselves to be able to work well together. And regardless of if that's romantic or if it's a friendship, that's how the best of friends are made. Because it's two individuals who are super motivated about life and super motivated about their goals. That's what works well. Those are the relationships that last forever. So once I finally let this person go, once I finally cut this person out of my life, I felt such a sense of relief. (sighs) That's over. I wished them well in my head. I had, as morbid as it may sound very much a funeral for them in my head because I knew the way that they were living was not productive and was not going to help them live a better life. And I never looked back. (laughs) And I wanted to so bad. There were nights where I just lay there and would think about this other person and say, oh, what are they doing? I hope they're okay. But then I thought, why don't I think that about myself? Am I okay? Here I have been spending this whole time concerned with this other person, but am I okay? And after I'd let them go, I realized how much better my life was now that I wasn't concerned with this negative person, now that I wasn't having that impact on my life, letting somebody else tell me who I was or what I was. And I was able to finally start putting into place what it is that I wanted to do, what other relationships I wanted to seek out, what other adventures in my career I wanted to do. By letting that negative person go. And it was only one person. That's the craziest thing. It was one person. We give so much power sometimes when we're in relationships to that other person that I just don't even think we realize it until we're out of the other side. You can know who you want to be friends with and who you don't want to be friends with. I'm not going to be friends with somebody who isn't motivated, who doesn't have goals, I'm just not going to be friends with someone like that because I'm not there. I need somebody who is taking every day and making the most out of it. Who's taking every day and fighting for what it is that they want. I need somebody just as motivated as me. And that's why I have the greatest group of small friends. Because that's what they are all about. Positive energy. You know, you have a tribe of people around you that represent you. And a tribe of people around you that are going to be there for you when you are at the bottom crawling on the sidewalk to when you're at the top. That's what you need in your life. And sometimes having that one rotten apple, that one rotten person can just seep like black tar (laughs) into your mind, into your soul. And that's what overtakes it. It's so easy to be negative. It's so easy to criticize, but it's so hard to be positive, right? Gosh, there are some days I wake up in the morning and it is so cold outside, especially right now. I do not want to get out of bed and deal with people, (laughs) like have to be nice to people. But I make that choice that I'm getting up to get my body moving. I'm getting up to have these great interactions with people. I'm getting up so that I can go out and make a positive impact. And it may not be hundreds of thousands of people that I talk to every day. It may only be 30 people that I talk to. 
But I'm waking up every day with a positive attitude. And I'm not allowing people in my life that are going to be negative. And I'm not going to allow others around me to be negative. Anytime somebody tries to gossip or anytime somebody tries to speak negatively about somebody else, I try to change the subject as quickly as possible and try to turn it into something positive. Because it's so easy to get into a negative habit. But when we surround ourselves with people who are motivated by positivity, who are motivated to want to make that impact, it only helps us build our goals. And it only helps us make our goals. Letting go of people that you love or that you care about when they are nothing but negative is so hard. It is a very difficult thing to make happen. To say, I love you, but you're negative <laughs> and I gotta let you go. But in order for us to keep moving on our journey and in order for us to keep making our goals, checking off our lists, we have to do that. We have to be able to acknowledge the negative energy acknowledge the negative activity, and then make the decision of what we're going to do about it. Because nine times out of 10, negative people, they're just negative. You know, as basic as that sounds, they really are. That's how they've been their whole lives. There's really not a whole lot we can do to change their mentality. But what we do have control over is ourselves. And how we handle our interactions with them. Now, there are some people who are negative that you're not going to be able to get away from. People you work with. I worked with an employee at one of my old jobs who there was always a rain cloud over her head. And everybody was always making her mad. And it didn't matter what you did. She was never going to be happy with you. How do you handle that, right? It's really hard. But you have to be able to prep yourself to be that positive light and to know that you're not going to let that other person affect your day and that it's definitely not somebody you're going to turn a work relationship into a friendship with. (laughs) Once we've released negative relationships from our lives, everything is just easier. Accomplishing goals are easier. Being more positive is definitely easier. But the thing with releasing negative relationships is that's always going to be there. Because you're going to meet new people and people are going to change. But the one factor that you have control over is yourself. So I challenge to think through your list of friends. Think through your list of family members. And pinpoint those that you spend the most time with. Are those people that have a positive impact on your life? Or are those people that can leave you with a negative impression? And how much time are you spending there? Are you spending more time with the positive people in your life? Or is it the negative people that you're spending the most time with? And that's a very eye-opening challenge to complete. Because it really makes you look at where your time is being spent. 
Once you've done your challenge, come over to Instagram and share with me your thoughts. Let me know of any negative relationships that you've let go of recently. And of course, don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share this podcast. Take a screenshot of it, tag me in it, let me see. I love to share those on Instagram. And I will talk to you guys on Tuesday. Have a great weekend.